Psalms to God, Season 1, Bonus Content. What's my purpose? You can find the transcript for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash purpose. For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being, not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 CSB. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. So at the beginning of the episode, I read Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And y'all, I'd never thought that that was where one of these episodes was going to go because it's such a popular verse. I mean, it's hanging on the cube at my job. I've heard people say it all the time. People quote it to people to help them get through certain situations. Um, And... It's fairly self-explanatory. Like, what is there to talk about? God has a purpose for you. But I realized um, just today, actually, I was on my way to lunch and um, I had one of those moments that I used to have when I was a lot younger. And basically, you know, I was walking And I just kind of stopped walking and I'm just like standing in the parking lot and I just felt like standing there for a while. Like I didn't really have um, this great motivation to go forward or to go backwards. It's like a weird contentment in the moment. It's like, oh, the sun's out. the, The sky looks nice. I just want to stand here and just be here. It's like a really weird... Feeling, but I used to get them all the time when I was a kid, when I would be running around outside. Um, generally, when I'd be going back and forth in my neighborhood, I would just stop and just stand there. I don't, I don't really know. Y'all, I'm weird, okay? I'm admitting that. But when I thought about it, of course, it took me back to when I was a kid, but it also reminded me of something else. And that is the things that make us go forward in life The reasons that I would get up and go to school, because y'all, like most people, I really did not like my school, my middle school and high school in particular. But um, a lot of the reasons that I got up and went to school or that I was excited to go to school had to do with the fact that I was looking forward to something. Sometimes I was looking forward to band. Most of the time I was looking forward to band. But sometimes it was, oh, I'm looking forward to a dance. Or maybe I had a crush on somebody and I was looking forward to seeing that person. Or maybe I couldn't wait to hear how something went that one of my friends was going through. Or I just wanted to go hang out with a friend or something like that. Um, And then, of course, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, I love food. So sometimes I was looking forward to what they were serving in the cafeteria that was also a thing but nonetheless there was something 
that was pulling me forward that was a future hope, I guess. It was, oh, I can't wait for this to happen. And one of the things that I realized as I got older is that there are less milestones, so to speak. You know, when you're really little, you can't wait to be a teenager. You can't wait to get your license. You can't wait to be old enough to vote, to move out the house, to go to prom, to go to college, to vote. What? I already said vote. I don't know. Just there's like a lot of firsts, right? You can't wait to get married. There's just like a lot of things that you can't wait to do. But as you get older, a lot of these things are done. You've already moved out. Now you don't want to age. Like you don't want to get any older. You know, you done found the one. You've gotten married. You've had your kids. All you're looking forward to is retiring. And then there's the point where you've retired and you're just like, ain't nothing left to happen except for to die, which is depressing. And so I was thinking about this and I was thinking about... um, the Purpose Driven Life. My friends and I, we read The Purpose Driven Life a couple of months ago. And I was thinking about how purpose and this kind of hope that propelled me when I was a kid are intertwined. The Bible clearly tells us that God has a purpose for us. That's the whole point of Jeremiah 29. And we already know this. That's self-explanatory. And we hear this verse and it reminds us and we feel great. But a lot of times we don't know what that purpose is. And it's a lot bigger than being excited about one event or two events. You know, it's it's a lot deeper than that. And so I wanted to talk about finding our purpose. When I went through the Purpose Driven Life series or the book um, with my friends, we did a book club. We talked about a lot of things. And... You know, you can talk through it, but I mean, you can pray about it, but a lot of times we still get to the end and we're still like, I don't really know what God wants me to do. And sometimes that's okay. All the time. That's frustrating because you're kind of just trying things out like, oh, let me try this over here. Nope. That's not working. Let me go try this over here. Nope. That's not working. And so... There's just a lot, a lot that goes into finding contentment and being excited about life comes from having this purpose and fulfilling that purpose. So it's really important for us to find the purpose. When Darrell was on the show, I think this is... Okay, y'all, I'm sorry, because as I told you in the last episode, it's a two-part episode. I can't really remember if this has already aired or not, but spoiler alert if it hasn't aired. He talks about how his pastor told him that if something bothered him, that was his calling. And I realized that there are things that we get really, really passionate about. Um, And then there are things we don't care about at all. And it's the things that make us really passionate that are tied to our purpose. How our purpose works into that, again, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the age old, you gotta pray about it. But it's interesting because it's almost the exact opposite 
of what I was taught growing up. Um, my dad used to always tell me to play to my strengths. So when I got ready to go to college and I was looking for a major, um, the easy choice was that I would go into STEM because math was easy for me. And it's true, I cakewalked through my undergrad program. It didn't phase me, there was no stress. It was just like, oh yeah, numbers. Um, but the reason math is easy is because it's numbers. Like, what's there to argue about? It's, it's just concrete. The reason I had so much trouble in my other classes, in my history classes, in my English classes, is because it's extremely subjective. And I was extremely passionate about my view of whatever was happening. Whatever twist on history the teachers were giving, I was extremely passionate about getting it right. I was extremely passionate about my writing. Y'all, I feel a way when people critique my writing, even to this day. Like, you can tell me that I messed up the math problem, and I'm like, oh yeah, I messed that up, my bad. If you tell me you don't like my, one of my poems or something I've written, I feel that deep into my soul. Like, it's a different kind of hurt and offense that goes on in there. And that's because that is a passion. And what I realized is that it, even if things come easy to you and you're able to do it, that might not be your purpose. Because what what is going to keep you motivated is something that you're passionate about, something that grinds your gears. You might get mad, red hot, screaming, flipping tables mad about it, but that's because you care about it. I read a book um, a couple of months ago, again, um, called Just Mercy. Highly recommend it to everybody. It's called Just Mercy. It's by Brian Stevenson. It's a wonderful book, Be Ready to Cry. Um, but in the book, it's, it's a true story about Brian Stevenson, the author, and about how he started out as a young attorney um, taking trials or taking cases of people who were wrongfully condemned or who had been condemned beyond reason. Like the punishment was too excessive for the crime. And so he was taking on these cases particularly for poor people and for minorities who were being victimized by the system. And the amount of time and effort and the hours that he was putting in for these cases because his heart was in it, because he loved it. Um, it's just knowing that kind of passion is clearly what was making him getting up every day. Like he was, he cared about what happened. He cared about the outcome. And that is what we all have to find in our path. What is it that we cannot sleep at night over? Like, how will we get this resolved? And as much as I am good at what I do, y'all, I ain't leaving, I'm not losing sleep over um, my job, not at the moment. Um, but I do, I have had those moments with computers. I have had those moments where I stay up all night because I just want to have the problem done. But really, the things that make me stay up at night are usually the things that I write about on my blog. They're usually the things that I end up 
putting into a story, putting into a poem, talking. Y'all, I talk to myself. I feel bad for my future husband. I talk in my sleep. Um, sometimes I have whole rants. I should just record myself when I go to sleep. That might be interesting. Hmm. It's tangent. Sorry, guys. I'm back. I'm back. What I'm trying to say is find what you're passionate about. Don't let the fact that it's tiring push you away from it. I think that we all have a purpose and that purpose is not easy. It's something that will make you stay up at night. It's something that's going to make you mad. It's something that's going to make you say that you feel like you can't do it. You can't do it alone. You need help because God created you to rely on him to help you to accomplish whatever it is that he has for you to accomplish. So do not back away. Do not back down from the things that are hard that you feel passionate about. And that is something that I have to remind myself every day. Um, So find your purpose. I'm still looking for mine. I'll let y'all know when I find it. Could just be me talking, but I don't think that's what it is. So find your purpose. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, like, find me on Instagram. Y'all, I never really say my name on this. I just realized that. This is Cherie, Cherie Cherie.Hughes on Instagram. Find me. See you guys next time. Bye.